Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello and welcome to Vampire TV, your one-stop recap for Waterfalls. We are here to talk about all things superheroes, including Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the penultimate episode of Preacher, and some more Defenders. Ugh, I guess. Man, I'm loving it. We are we are so opposed. Maybe I need to be in like the best mood ever and just I, watch them. I think you are I'm gonna, just. I'm gonna buy you something real nice and then we'll watch one. Yeah, like okay, it, you like just presents. approached it with. I think I was pissy when I attitude. Yeah, no, I think just I, I think super you're right. shitty. Just like just crapped all over it. All right. <laughs> anyway, are you gonna introduce us or what? Uh, I'm Kenneth, and we have uh, Beatrice and Monica. Are you sure? Yes. What? <laughs> I, you uh, you said it like it was a question. Oh. We have a uh, Beatrice. Well, I have a couple strangers I wrangled off the street. Mm-hmm. Feels it's right. It's fine. Uh, so, any news? This I got some news. There, someone murdered a raccoon and then sprayed its smell all over your neighborhood. You must be very happy. A raccoon? It's. Uh, I think you, you mean, mean a skunk. skunk. Whatever. They're, they're all the same. Oh, you know, I was wondering. Really I thought that was weed. I no, that's fucking a skunk. So the yeah. problem, like, I have a genetic mutation. Skunk doesn't bother me. No, I know. I'm saying you it's must awesome. be really oh, happy because you like you it's like so that great. smell. Yeah, it smells kind of nice, honestly. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a weird weirdo. I don't know. That's fine. I can always taste fake fake sugar. It's a genetic thing too. It's all. Oh, you're gonna say fish sugar? I was like, that's. Fish Gross. sugar. Fish don't don't eat that. Sugar. No, fake sugar. So it's like I want to eat stuff, but I can't because I know fake sugar's in it and mm. I can taste it. It's yeah. Awful. I got none of those things. <laughs> Boring normie. <laughs> also, I can't roll my tongue. It's a genetic thing, too. All right, show offs. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's then jump into Earth's Mightiest Heroes. We have episodes Yay! 10 and 11. Episode 10 opens up with Tony being a dick. What a surprise. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It opens up with Hank being a dick. Well, it, I mean, that's just a natural Tony's not state being of a things. Dick. Tony's just distracted and not listening, so he's being rude. He was shitty to Simon. Was he shitty or was he distracted and not listening? It do- The end result was it came across as shitty. It doesn't matter what your intent is. It is how the person so receives he was, it. He, he, he was, was not paying being, attention. He was not paying attention. He was being rude. Simon jumped to some conclusions and then decided to burn his life to the ground. Okay, look. If you are trying to Wonder buy Man. out someone's life <laughs> to save their company, okay. lead with that. Yes. You're not wrong. Yes. He should have sent Simon an email and been like, hey, bro, I like what you're doing. I'm going to buy half your company so you can continue. Yeah. That probably should have <laughs> been an intro email. Yeah. But Tony mm-hmm. Stark does 95 things at the same time, and I swear to God, he has the most hardcore ADHD of anyone on this planet. That, you're you're making excuses it. for him being shitty. I'm just saying like, he's not a dick at heart. He just oh, sure. sometimes acts like a dick. <laughs> End of the day, <laughs> he's people still get hurt by his some, douchiness. Some, some dickish behavior. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, because yeah, like, we were talking about it as this is, episode is going on, and about how Tony always thinks that he knows what the best thing to do is. And instead of having a conversation where they talk about it, he just does the thing yeah. and doesn't stop to consider anybody else's feelings or what, whether or what not they might want what, some yeah, input. Want. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I know what's right and I'm going to do it. And that's, that's who he is. And he may be coming from a place of good intentions, but man, it, it led us to some some communication breakdown. Oh yeah, in this yeah. episode. Yeah, and so, then Hank being a dick doesn't help. You know the interesting thing, like we get some backstory and find out, hey, this is why Hank is so shitty to toward Tony all the time, and I can understand Forgot, it a bit what's more. The um, Ultron. 
oh yeah, Ultron stuff and uh, Tony basically wait, took, King invented Ultron, in and this. Tony took it and weaponized it for the oh, military whatever. against yeah. expressly against Hank's wishes. They created yeah, it okay. together. It's half and half. He can do what he, he wants with half. Uh, no, because no. Hank said, I, Hank. "I will do <laughs> this with you." Hank will never be in the right if it is not Hank weaponized. Will never be in the right for me. I don't Tony give a shit. Totally I fucked him. him over. I hate. He deserved it. I'm sure he did something. No. We're going to have to disagree you're, on this one. That's fine. You're, you're being a goober hate, right now. I am being a goober because <laughs> like, I hate that's, Hank. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I know who I am as a person. Okay. I hate well, that Well, anyway, so Tony's a butthole this episode. All right. Cool and uh, Simon stomps off and goes and makes a deal with uh, the devil, that's, basically. That's the thing is that he immediately goes, sign me up for the supervillain league. Okay, but- Like you couldn't have found a bank? In his defense- <laughs> Had a conversation like, with a pepper. Be like, what's wrong with your Try and tell me you wouldn't see Modoc and be like, ooh, I want that. That looks good. No! <laughs> I need you to keep your kinks to yourself. It's, yeah, if we talk about place. fan fiction, you can't talk man, about your fucking kinks, Let man. me tell you, though, how much I loved, one, just Thor and Jan teaming oh up. Oh, my God, that was, that was And so two, how much they made fun of Modoc yes. and his giant head. Yes. Thor's like, um- um, I got, I got nothing. I got no <laughs> idea what the fuck that thing is. It's I, weird. I was a little uncomfortable just like how much of a hard on, a hate hard on Thor has for human science. Like every time something crops up, he's like, "Ugh, science this is what you do with it." I, and I'm like, "Come on, man. We're like, we're babies. Leave us alone about it. We're trying our best." Yeah, it's, I get, it's, well, do we know? I get offended. Is is EMH? Um, do their Asgardians use science magic mix or is it more just it's magic just magic? magic. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I can see like you, you rely on magic for a couple thousand years and the, these monkeys with sticks well, their magic are putting is stuff just together. Like hardcore science. We haven't unlocked yet. Hmm. Hmm. That's is what it all magic is? Is it? No. What? Yeah. No. All, all yeah. magic is science. science we, don't understand. we don't understand yet. At least in that's re- a in- goddamn scientific fact. Well, I mean, that's a quote from a science fiction writer. Like, yeah. That, that's difference. an, yeah. An Asimov <laughs> quote. I'm in a mood. That's, not uh no it is it I don't think it's as it's at, not as, Asimov it's, um, um it might be Hubbard no no, no it's no. not that it it's someone with like uh, Arthur C Clarke that's you. it there we go I was like letters instead of words someone <laughs> with letters uh, yeah, he and Asimov are like the two pillars of yeah pilleriness Elrod Hubbard can go fuck off and die you're not wrong and he did he, he, he what, did did he or is he now no. with the Zetas no in. Yeah. No. If Scientology I, turns out to be right, I will profusely apologize. But oh, until man. that moment, they can eat a bag of shit. <laughs> no, because it's not even about being a religion with weird beliefs. Because every religion has weird beliefs, including the one that I grew up with. But Look at you, Catholicism. Mm-hmm. But man, no. Scientology treats their people in oh, a yeah. shitty way. I'm- I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm poking y'all with sticks. I don't give a crap about it's Scientology. Too hot I'm not trying to defend no, them. No, we we just recently watched a documentary about Scientology. Oh, yeah. So we're lit. Yeah, they're, they're come groupers. for us. Scientology. Apparently, as women, we should join the satanic. Uh, yes, this the the satanic temple. Satanic temple, dude. They do a lot of real good work. They do actually. Um, her pod fake that she likes. Uh, you said pod fake. What did I say? <laughs> You said podfic. I've heard it before. <laughs> she means the dudes on last podcast, podcast on the left. Uh, they did a. It's real hot. <laughs> they they did a an episode in like year one about Scientology. I'm not. Oh my god. About Satanism. We may have to start up. Oh my god. They did an episode about Satanism. I actually wanted to see what a dumpster on fire <laughs> would look like, and now I know. Um, and afterwards, two of the three guys straight up joined the Satanist church. Oh wow, church that's awesome. They were like, this shit is awesome. Yeah. I guess shit done. I like it. Anyway, back to EMH. Um, Thor and Jan. Thor fight. and Jan fighting Aim. is adorable, and it's mm-hmm. great. And I'm I'm hoping we get more 
uh, just paired off like B plot mm-hmm. stuff because yeah. I, I really enjoy that and that's how you get people to develop as a team yep. and mm-hmm. make witty banter, which is basically why I watch television. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I love the two of them. I love how fearless Jan is, just flying in, shooting dudes in the face. Oh, yeah. It's great. And then um, Modok's eye lasers interrupt the Zeta beams that are Scientologying uh, Simon. Wow. And I uh, assume that's what's happening. Reverse like, the they're, polarity. They're trying to like, get Xenu to <laughs> show up. Um, <laughs> I just like this. And so Simon pops out and is like, what's up? I'm weird and purple now. Yeah, I'm and see-through. tries to murder Tony a bunch. Like mm-hmm. a bunch. Like a lot. And so they fight, and then... It, I know you hate Hank. I fucking do. It was very nice seeing him be positively passionate about something. Of, hey, we can save Simon through the magic of technology. Uh, I think that was Tony. Hank was trying to save Simon through the magic of diplomacy, which he thinks he has, which he does not. Well, it was also working until Tony showed up and okay, punched that's Simon. That's not wrong. That's true. His, his douchey diplomacy was working, but then Tony was the one who said, through science, we need to fix him. And Hank was like, well, I don't know. And Tony goes, please. And Hank's like, fine, I guess we can do this. Have you ever looked up biased in the dictionary? <laughs> I feel it might be applicable. Mm, I don't need to. No? Okay. I know exactly what it is. Okay. It's me. <laughs> I, Fair. Like Fair. I said, I know who I am as a person, but tell me I'm not wrong. That's how the, the episode went It is. Went down. You're not wrong. Thank you. Have you ever yeah. looked up Monica's right in the dictionary? Because it's up there. I, it's, it's a real small entry. It's easy to miss. Boom. Cha, cha, cha. There's going to be a murder on this podcast. <laughs> um, and then they try to save Simon. It goes terribly wrong. I mean, he, they almost had it. Yeah, they it were super so close. close. Uh, and then he dissipates and Enchantress collects him yeah, thought, and is recruiting like the anti-Avengers. I thought for a minute on. that he had actually died and I was like, man, that got real dark yeah, for a right? kid yeah. show. But no, he's not dead. Whew, I guess. I appreciate that Steve showed up and was like, why are we fighting? Also, we should stop. But also, I guess I'll fight you. Yeah. <laughs> I got my motorcycle. Let's do this thing. I oh, love that all- was nice. Yeah. I loved all that stuff. Steve, he doesn't know if he belongs here. He does. He's at loose ends. Nick Fury shows up and is like, let's be friends and go to this weird 70s barbershop, barbershop yeah. with a secret. So strange. <laughs> it's very 70s Nick mm-hmm. Fury, Storenko. And, um, and then he gives him a motorcycle. I love. I'm the- sorry. He returns his motorcycle. He returns his motorcycle. I love the person out of time motif. Like. It makes me happy. Oh, yeah. Um, I've read a lot of romance novels where, like, a woman from the present time goes back to, like, the past and then falls in love with some dude. And I always find those very adorable. Because <laughs> she's like, I need to have, like, agency. And we I'm not just going to marry you. And he's like, what is with your weird foreign ways? She's <laughs> like, I'm from somewhere else. It's always cute. Cool. So, episode <laughs> 11. Uh, Black Panther shows up. Boyfriend is like, hey, what's up? Your technology sucks. I broke in again. (laughs) That's cool. Love him, and I love how mad Tony is. Oh, I know. Like hacking his shit. You can't see Wakanda on a map. Oh, I (laughs) Um, guess you can. Oh, damn it. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, uh, nobody's aerial tech is better than mine. It's my tech, and um, T'Challa's like, no, actually, Wakanda defense is way better than your shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm also just like Tony. Like, if you know that your satellites can't see Wakanda. Maybe they've got some good stuff going on. Don't be shitty. Fly under the radar, you weirdo. No, he won't because he's he Tony Stark. His ego <laughs> won't fit under that it's radar. No, it won't like, not. He, he frustrates me as a character <laughs> at times. That's fine. He frustrates us all. But I think yeah. that's kind of his point. Uh, my favorite part is like when Tony's trying to like 
get them all to work together as a team and Black Panther just like takes off and he order he's like Steve go after him and Steve's like I don't yeah all right <laughs> I thought well, that was really then- cute well, because then they have a moment where... He's uh, like, why don't you guys do that? And and Hank is like, well, he's a soldier. He follows orders. And, and I'm, I'm like, like no. actually, no. <laughs> he decided not to argue with that order because he wanted to go talk to T'Challa anyway to be able to say, thanks so much for saving my life and I've got your back. Mm-hmm. And then even when T'Challa says, look... I understand why you're here, but I have to do this by myself. And Steve's like, okay. And then he follows him secretly anyway, waits until he needs him, and then jumps into the fray. And he's like, I'll fight everybody else. You fight that one guy. (laughs) Anyway, I just like that moment because everyone's like, oh, he's a soldier. And I'm like, you guys don't even know who you're talking about. Yeah. He this only follows. He follows the orders that he likes. Yeah. Or approves of. He's a lot like me. So quick recap. Also, um, Sorry, Black Panther shows up at mm-hmm. Avenger Mansion. Is like, hey, I picks could really. Picks a fight. Yeah, picks a fight. In is like, hey, I could use your help. Let's go invade my homeland and beat up this giant dude. I like how he's like, we have to go and take my country back from the people. And Steve's like, oh, oh yeah, that was that was a really good beat too. I don't think that's cool at all. And he's like, well, no, they're just like. The the guy cheated and no one knows and also we have to end the world. How does no one know that that guy cheated? Like he cheated man. in front this of is why, This is one of the seventy five reasons tradition's not great. Just Tradition real frustrates me. Like no, real talk. Yeah. It no, it has it. a place mm. for No, there, there's wrong. a lot You're of stuff wrong. where tradition wrong. is useful. But when it's if you saw Manape cheat at this thing, mm-hmm. one, why follow him in general? Yes. Two, if your king shows back up and is like, man, I challenge you. And man, it's like, nah, fuck tradition and fuck you. That gives you carte blanche to then not have to attack Black Panther, two ladies. Ah, they frustrate me. Rah. Yeah. yeah, if you're if you're if your only answer to why do this thing is because tradition. Yeah, because no. we've always done it. No, fuck no you. that's terrible. Eat a I bag mean, of buttholes. Like I, I work for it's like a wedding sloppy. dress. Sloppy. I work for Stop. no gross. Like I'm part of the uh, wedding industrial complex now. Bum bum bum. And so like, sounds so evil when you say it like that. Oh yeah. So I'm like, if your only reason for spending a bajillion dollars on a poofy white dress is because everyone expects me to, no, I yeah. I need you to 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 have a good reason for why you need to do also, it. Also, if you want cheap dresses, go to Azazi. <gasps> they have good stuff. Azazi.com. Yes. Oh, we should ask them to sponsor us. <laughs> They would not. Yeah, we're too. We're we're, uh, we're not broke. We're doing all right. But like, why would they want to give us money? Uh, have you all seen right, us? Can we focus up? Anyway, uh, so they go. They fight, and we get the origin story of Claw. Nobody cares. I love. He's such a stupid like, villain, and it's cares. great. <laughs> nah, he's so great. My I favorite saw part. him. He is made completely of sound. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, it's awesome. Hey, you're the worst. He is he wrong? No, Claw Doesn't is. Mean he's not the worst. It just means he said a thing out loud. <laughs> there's there's going to be no arguing. I feel like I can't talk to you about EMH in general. <laughs> your your bias is too strong. This, this I know. Make the rest of this podcast really awkward. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, We're going to pick up a few more team members and Hank's going to get into the background a little and I won't be so full yeah. of rage. All we need to time. get back to uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye and see what's going on there. Yo. Yeah. Well, and my favorite part of this is where... Uh, Iron Man has to like he lands like on the vibranium mound and he just can't stop shaking. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it, funny too. Vibranium's real weird. It is um, weird. 
after it was seeing this episode and the way the inside of the mountain was just like a giant pile of vibranium. That's why when we went to Dragonstone on Game of Thrones, I thought it was just going to be a big pile of dragon. Yeah, see, normally you actually have to mine stuff. You don't just you know walk down to the vibranium tree and pick a vibranium fruit off of it. Why not? That sounds super that, handy. It would be a lot more convenient. That's but don't true. Eat it. Yeah, oh God, yeah. <laughs> Probably not good for you. So they, they win. Uh, T'Challa gets his country back. And then immediately gives it to the people and goes, I'm going to go be an Avenger. Yeah, I like that. It seems like more fun anyway. Yeah. Well, he's like, let's set up, a, set up a council him? of people. Like he's still the king, I guess. So that's yeah. nice. I feel but like, like it'd be more like uh, modern one... Britain. Oh, okay. So he's like a figurehead who goes to the UN and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, as you do. And now we have a dude made a sound running around. All right. Of pure sound. I've... He's so All cool. Right. What sound? Which sound? sound How bite. sound? Sound bite. Yeah, that, that exact sound <laughs> Stop. right there. Stop. I'll die. That is claw personified. I will, I will die. I mean, that's what I hear every time a white man speaks to me. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow, no wonder you never answer my questions in this. <laughs> Bummer. Okay, on to penultimate episode of Preacher. Hey, Kenneth, can I ask you a question? Do you think this show is pretty weird? It's so weird, dude. <laughs> I swear, though, like, if... If they try to throw a Hitler redemption arc at me, we're in a fight. Yo, I was, we were talking about this in the house, and I was like, are, is it really a good idea to spring Hitler from jail? I'm just thinking. But, I, but my, my only point would be that Hitler, I would, I would honestly rather have just loose Hitler running around up top than, like, Ted Bundy. I mean, loose Hitler in the year of our Lord 2017, he doesn't have an entire country behind him. Mm-hmm. 90% of the world knows and hates him. I'm pretty sure it's more than that. I don't know, man. I don't know. We got the a lot of Nazis. <laughs> we got a lot of Nazis Jacking running around right now. Touche. So even with 10% of the world's population, he's not going to take over anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he'll probably, he'll be like well, um, I mean, Gaius Baltar in the last couple seasons of Battlestar where he gone. was like a religious figurehead, but like didn't have any real power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also I'm pretty sure pre-World War II Germany was less than 10% of the world's population. So that that's not a but the, comforting. Kind of, they're not all together in one spot have I think you, is what I'm saying. To Georgia? Okay, Sorry, so he Georgia. can have Georgia. We don't need Georgia. <laughs> so yeah, Sorry, Georgia. I would be I would be less concerned about just his also it would danger be level. Mississippi, let's be real. Um but Sorry Mississippi listeners. We love you. Um be woke. Be woke and we love you. Uh but I I do not want them to go a Hitler redemption arc. No. Oh no. I, feel like I, don't, that was I don't have time for that. Dumb and just I want like what? maybe if Hitler gets to the upstairs with Eugene, he tries to then immediately murder Eugene and start talking about racist stuff again. Like I want him to like fully reimbibe either the psycho genocidal oh, maniac. Either that or we go completely ridiculous all the way over to their side and Hitler becomes God. No. I'm not I'm not comfortable <laughs> with that. No, no. I don't like that no that's that's a hard pass. Nope. Hard nope. pass. So I did like, and going back a couple episodes where in apparently most of the fiction that I read, hell is much more of a long-term rehabilitation thing. It is, was interesting to see Eugene down in the hole go through like four different iterations of his worst day ever and really kind of come to terms with it. Like that was, mm-hmm. that was years of therapy shoved into like five minutes. He had some, and, good, some good catharsis there. Yeah. So it... I, I don't I don't know that that's what this hell is going for because we still have like caveman dude trapped in there mm-hmm. so I doubt it but you know at least for one person it worked out I guess all right and now it I 
I really thought something was going to go a lot more wrong, but it looks like they're just kind of escaping hell. So, so yeah, they're they're pulling a die hard and they're going through the vents of hell. That, you know, as you do. Okay. <laughs> and somehow they're going to find I I just don't know like how, like where's the border between like hell and earth? Is it is it going to be like in Greek mythology where there's just some random hole in a hill somewhere and if you find that random hole, you could just walk right into hell? No, they're going to end up crawling up like Yildrasil or something and we're just going to shove a bunch of different mythologies oh, you together. Yggdrasil? Yggdrasil? No. There's a Y in front of it. Eeg. No. Oh. It's Eeg sound. <laughs> they're going to crawl up the world tree. Okay. There we go. Uh, And yeah, I don't know. There wasn't the rest a... of it was real dumb. Um, Okay, so the, my big problem with this episode is we. I feel like we as the viewers are supposed to be upset with Tulip and Cassidy that they're not jumping to go with Jesse's plan to hang out with Hairstar. But, like, fuck him actually, right now, dude. I don't dude. actually think we're supposed to be mad at Tulip and Cassidy. Hmm. I didn't get I that vibe. Okay. Yeah, yeah no. maybe that's just me then in, like, TV programming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just... Jesse's being a dum-dum, and I am on board with them just being like, nah, screw you, dude, we're out. I do feel like um, it's obvious to to me as a viewer that... Hairstar is trying to play the two of them against Jesse. Oh, yeah. Bringing them in and saying, oh, he never told you about me is pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know if I'm supposed to not empathize with them. Because mostly I'm just frustrated with Jesse for being a jackass. Yeah, he's just being such a turd. And I, I did like, though, that, you know, we get the Sand of Killer back. And then mm-hmm. it's pretty much he shows up and is wrapped up again in the same episode. And I'm glad that they didn't try to bring him back as a recurring villain again because like we we've already done that storyline like let's move on so cool he's back in hell he's i mean it was a little deus ex machina i see i don't think so because i i I feel more like hair star has maybe been watching jesse longer than we thought so you know obviously they knew that saint of killers got uh buried in the swamp I think they pulled him out just to use as leverage against Jesse. So because Hairstar, so they pulled him out so that they could save Jesse. Yeah, yeah, and I basically in, okay. in in debt him to them due to that. I do like how she was like, "If you don't come down, we'll grab your wife or your kid." Yeah. and he's like, "You can't do that." And I'm like, and she goes, "God's gone. I can do what I want." I was like, "Yeah, I that's like that's yeah. real uncomfortable." Oof. Yeah. Hey, she's a creative problem solver. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if his. Um, the way we see him operate with the other people as he makes his way to Jesse, I I was personally reading it as because he has the presence of a soul now. That was why he didn't kill them in the way he had before. But I think Monica was disagreeing with me. Mine was I think that he made a deal and part of the deal was you can't hurt anyone, but you can kill Jesse. Mm. So I don't think the soul has anything to do with it. I think part of the deal with Hoover was... Go in, try to kill Jesse, but like leave everybody else. Yeah, because that seems like a pretty Hoover thing. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Also, yeah. it's Jesse's soul. I don't think Jesse's soul gives a shit if he kills people. <laughs> well, see, I was reading. I was I was interpreting soul to be the same thing as like a conscience. Once or... again, it's Jesse's conscience. <laughs> I don't think it gives a shit about killing people. <laughs> okay, fair point. Thanks. So. Have we ever seen a show get more bang for its buck than uh, the Saint of Killers reliving that massacre uh, in that stupid town? Because I swear we've seen that like oh, in like five they... different episodes oh, now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like being able to reuse it? Yeah. Like that That was money well spent. It was. It was. Yeah, it drug on for way too long. Even uh, Eugene and, and Hitler hear it again as they're going through the vents. Yeah, which I like that. Door. That was a, a good shout out at least. Yeah. Although it was... It, 
Oh no, never. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Timing. Do- yeah, yeah. I cool. Think, Good I think talk. I had more empathy for Saint of Killers in this episode than almost any of the other characters. Yeah. I I enjoyed Cass and Jesse spending some time together again. I feel like we've lost the three of them together. Mm-hmm. Um, even just them in the diner together was nice. Mm-hmm. And I I think they, I think maybe Jesse's being such a weirdo because he isn't spending time with them. He keeps doing stuff on his own. Yeah, he's really bad at making decisions when he's by himself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which I'm hoping that next season, they're they're all you know bros again, and are back to stronger road tripping themes like I thought we would be getting in this yeah. season. Remind me what happened at the very end. I definitely was there. Um, Hairstar it- was like, "Are you ready?" And he said, "What do I have to do?" Oh, and uh, then Hairstar like kneeled before him, which is the re- recurring motif through this episode was kneeling. Right. Okay. And that was it. Jesse like put his hand on his head. Very I like the Pope. Genuflection I like the thing. Pope going, Hey, uh, God is gone from our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh don't worry about it because his son or someone else that's vaguely some, the same some approximation thereof. And then we will be saved, definitely. I thought that was pretty well done. It's all gonna be okay. <laughs> We're definitely not gonna die. It's all fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh Defenders episode four. Uh, can you give us a brief rundown? Yes. So they are escaping from the hand. They duck into a... Um, is, that, is the Chinese restaurant? Yeah, Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, barricade the door. Dude inside is like, no, what are you doing? Go away. And they're like, no, it's cool. Don't worry about it. And then uh, Jessica flips a like coffee table over and he's like, oh, okay. I'm just, well, I'm also Danny to- orders yeah. four of everything. Well, it, yeah, orders four of everything and uh, apparently pays the rent for six months. Yeah. And <clears throat> that it, black card man, coming in useful. Uh, that that uh, Chinese restaurant owner saw him coming yeah. and was like, I can get this fool to pay for all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, no joke. They were just in a fight. They could probably eat. Mm-hmm. They're all got a heightened metabolism. Yeah. Sure. Well, I do like that that even came up. Um, you know, Luke never asked Danny, uh, yeah. like, how are you still hungry? As you know, Danny's just packing it away. And he's like, oh, you know, it, it takes a lot of energy to power my chi. And Luke chuckles at it. Or it's like kind of scoffs, but like note. it makes yeah. sense. I can yeah. see that. I enjoyed um, all of them being pissy at Matt for an entire episode. Um, also, the whole I can smell neon. I hate that guy. <laughs> I actually liked that. I'm I having did. A great I liked time it. With I had it. It was one of the first episodes I've had fun with Matt because mm-hmm. I don't know. It seemed fun. Like, yeah, it was well lit. They were all just themselves, and they got snarky, but they got past it. And there were great lines out of Jessica, yeah. and and yeah. just a lot of pairing off of people, and then talking about things, and right. then fucking stick shows up because oh, I hate worst. that guy. Man, <laughs> I like uh, Jessica asks him, uh, "Oh, you know what happened to your hand?" He's like, "I had to cut it off. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's fine. It's fine." <laughs> it's like, dude, you're you're crazy, old man. Oh yeah. But so yeah, pr- most of it takes place in the restaurant, and them just talking through stuff. Uh, Matt initially tries to hide who he is. Jessica pulls him aside and is like, "Look, you dumb dumb, it's okay." He's like, "Oh, I'm I'm Matt Murdock. Hey guys, hey." This is when I'm gonna have. He needs to start wearing that T-shirt that we got you. That says, "I am I not, am not Daredevil." Yeah. <laughs> So great. Um, but then he also, you know, just full on tells him that he's Daredevil too, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Jessica Jones ends up getting kind of overwhelmed by the scope of it, leaves. Luke tries to talk her out of it. Um, she gets drunk, goes and talks to Architect's wife, mm-hmm. finds out that someone was spying on Architect's wife, beats the crap out of that guy, 
and then ends up rejoining them, and it's so great. Um, it's, yeah, it's some definitely showing that Jessica continues to be the one doing the most legwork. Dude, of, she of, gets shit She's the only detective. Yes. Yeah. The rest of them are idiots. Well, they're like, point me at a problem, and I'll punch it. Yeah. Well, Which, I mean, they're, they each, like, Matt Murdock is a very smart guy, mm-hmm. relative specifically to law. Yeah, and right. like, he's you know, not investigative. Yeah, she she is uh, like I I've, I I know you meant that as a joke, but like also that's very dismissive of the rest of their talents. Like they're all smart people, except Danny in their own way. Um, well, that's because yeah, Danny hasn't had any formal training or life experience yeah, relating to anything except fighting. Just listen to the same eighty songs for oh, about fifteen years, and that's all he's done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they're all smart and they all have talents. I just meant it more. They all four have a problem, but only Jessica seems to want to actually ask any questions. The rest of them mm. just like punch stuff or I like guess. yell at people or storm into rooms. There's not a lot of question asking. Yeah, I would say that, what like meant. Luke knows how to work in his community. Right. But so outside of that, mm-hmm. he's yeah, he doesn't he's. And then Danny tries, like he tries to use his company to go into that boardroom. But he never knows which questions to ask. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so Jessica's obvious, she, it's obvious that she is the private investigator here. That she's the one who knows how to, you know, go through a thousand drawers trying to find the answer to something. Oh yeah, yeah. And, you know, look back at signatures across the last 160 years mm-hmm. and match up, match up the handwriting on it. Mm-hmm. Also, we find out... Um, Stick does a decent amount of uh, exposition dumping once he shows up. We find out the hand's been around for at least a couple thousand years. Um, there, there's five leaders of it, the five fingers of the hand, each which sound like they own basically run a continent. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious who runs. Well, like, where does Australia and Antarctica fit in? Or they don't belong. They just anyone. like, eh, whatever. They're Australia. So far. Like yeah. Australia is the penis of the hand because <laughs> we ran out of we ran out of they fingers. All, they all jerk it what i don't have i don't it. i don't know where you're going with this and it's real weird i guess uh, or you could be a six you could have six fingers on your hand like the guy from princess bride well, no i think australia like, okay once again we're being mean to australia here but like they're so far removed from the rest of the conjoined continents mm-hmm. that having a member of the hand in australia two thousand years ago didn't make a lot of sense i'm sure okay. that's why mm-hmm and so we find out also that those five fingers of the hand have been the same person or the same people for the entirety of the hand's existence. So Alexandra is quite old. So she's like, like scary Europe old. and America. And the guy who trained Colleen is South America. And the what is the black guy's name? Who they Man, caught? I don't remember yeah. any of their names. He's Africa. And then the dude with the pig in the apartment is Japan. That was real weird. And, and Wasn't um, that a bear? Was that a bear? I think it was a bear. Maybe I thought it was a boar, boar at hound. first, but yeah. Oh, maybe it was a man bear pig. All right. Uh, anyway. Get out of here, Al Gore. <laughs> I, like that, I like that that They're dude spoke Japanese always. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that a lot. No one else speaks Japanese to him, but he always speaks Japanese, and I, I like that. Yeah, that was a cool conversation also with her only speaking English, him only speaking Japanese, and then just the, the continued mm-hmm. conversing. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, it's interesting to me, too, that they've been around each other for 2,000 years, so it makes sense that they would be fluent in each other's oh, yeah. home languages. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I liked that. Mm-hmm. And actually, I've got, like, Finn Jones still feels like the weakest link out of the four main people. 
But I feel an ensemble cast definitely is raising him up. Like because it's not him all the fucking time. Oh yeah, time. yeah. It's and I think that's just a problem of he I don't think you know and hopefully he gets better, but Iron Fist, it just was tough to watch him carry that show. Mm-hmm. But with you know, these other three very skilled actors to play off of, it's it's making him a better actor, I feel. And it it's been more enjoyable to watch him in this. Yeah, it's always it's always nice when you get younger actors who get paired with people who have been around the block a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I always like hearing from young actors who are like, oh, I got to do a scene with, you know, I got to do a scene with Sigourney Weaver. Or I got to do a scene with somebody who's really awesome. Because, like you said, playing opposite them helps you raise your game. Yeah. Yeah. So, ho- you know, hopefully if they do make another uh, Iron Fist season, it it's just a, a better season because of that. Yeah, I would. I would hope that so they would. That they up. would try. Yes, definitely. Um, just stack the whole season with a ton of other awesome people. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell, just yeah. honest. I don't know. Well, like I would like to see a separate another Luke Cage season, but for you know for Danny Rand, I would be totally down for just change it to Heroes for Hire. Have him, Luke, Colleen, and Misty. Yes. and have the four of them cruising around. That would be legit. That'd be fun. Like, no Luke Cage or Iron Fist season two. I, I'd still like a Luke one, Cage season two. Luke Cage season two, but Iron Fist season two is Heroes for Hire season yes. one. Yes. Yeah. Fair. like yeah, it. I, w- I would enjoy this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like we call it Iron Fist. It's like we called the last Captain America movie Captain America. Oh, yeah. Really Wait, Avengers, Avengers 2.5. Yeah. Um, Who was the Avengers 2 Avengers 2 should have been? Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Russo Brothers. We enjoy you. Oh, my God. I love, I love them, them forever. Yeah. We just rewatched both movies. Oh, nice. So yeah, so uh, Alexandra ends up showing up in the the restaurant. There, there's a lot of posturing and strutting about, um, and then <laughs> that Elector shows up, looks all badass, and then Jessica throws a car through the front of the store. <laughs> I'm like, okay, there, there you go. And so Jessica's back. That was fun. They're all facing off against Elektra and fade to black. I'm like, ah, I need a fight scene. It's very nope, disappointing. You and I talking in Chinese. Yeah, speech. no, it's, I really like this episode. I, I actually think this was my favorite Defenders episode so far. Um, Which is interesting because it's almost a bottle episode. It is, yeah. I like bottle episodes. Oh, I, I do too, and I I don't know. I like from this show. All I really wanted because you know I can see all these characters in their own show. Mm-hmm. I I want them interacting with each other and being sassy and snarky to each other. And mm-hmm. this episode is the one where that really kicks off. Oh, and we have Electra running around in like her full red flowy Electra outfit, and I love it. It's, it's a so good great. outfit. And yeah, I'm I'm liking this. It's interesting because yeah. this one ends. You should go back and rewatch it. Oh, God. This one ends on kind so of take a... some Percocet beforehand. Or <laughs> yes, because <laughs> this one ends on kind of a cliffhanger mm-hmm. of we're gonna fight, but you have to wait. And then the EMH episode that we ended on ends on a little also. bit of a cliffhanger where they go to the cube, and some weird stuff is happening. But then we cut away. Oh, did you not wait? Did, no. Oh. Wait, is there after credit stuff in EMH? I don't think so. I don't think so. Don't, weird. Because it, it ends with um, with S.H.I.E.L.D. going to check out the raft, and there's all this weird green stuff happening. Not the raft, the cube. The cube. Huh. I yeah, do S.H.I.E.L.D. not shows remember up in that the cube. at all. Something happens, and then a green shot of light comes out the top and creates a dome, and it oh, sets us up terrifying. for our next two-parter, which I love very much. Nice. There is one moment that I actually made into a screen cap for myself. <laughs> nice. Because it was so beautiful. Okay, well, I'll have to go back and watch the, the end of that episode then because I that that is not in my brain space. Yeah, so. we got very excited and then I had to tell Monica she'd have to wait for next week. It was really hurtful. Womp womp. It was really hurtful. 
All right, I think that's it for us yeah. this week, guys. So we will be back next week with uh, two more EMH then, which works well if it's a, a, a double header. And finale of Preacher mm-hmm. and Defenders number five. So come check us out then, and we will see you next week. Same damn time, same pow channel. Bam pow! a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.